Do you want to have more joy in your life? Where does joy come from? Is there a difference between joy and pleasure? And how do you acquire it? How does being more joyful affect your health? And how can knowing your menstrual cycle make you more joyful are all of the questions that I'm answering in this episode. It's such a wonderful topic, and I know that by listening to this episode, you will learn how to add more real joy in your life. You know the things that can rob you from joy? Hormone imbalances, specifically dealing with symptoms like hair loss, PMS, mood swings, painful periods, bloating, constipation, acne, sudden weight gain, infertility. If you're dealing with one or more of these symptoms, I'm hosting a free masterclass, Five Steps to Balanced Hormones and Happy Moods. And I'm hosting it next week. Make sure you sign up by going to the show notes right now and I'll see you there. Now, let's dive into the episode of Feel Better, Be Better podcast, the podcast that helps women like you understand your female body better, balance your hormones naturally, and develop a healthy mindset. I'm your host, Dinara. I'm a certified women's health coach and TEDx speaker. Let's dive in. Welcome to Feel Better, Be Better. I am your host, Dinara, and I'm on a mission to help you support your health and reconnect with your body so you can thrive as you go through life. Hello, my darlings. I've been thinking how I want to greet you on this podcast. These are actually legit things going through my mind. (laughs) And I just love the word darling. I think it describes you well. So I lived in London for a few years and I just love the sound of the word darling. So you are my darlings now. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode. I'm excited to chat with you about joy. Today marks the last day of my period and during this time is actually when I feel like things are looking up. The winter is over. I feel more creative. I feel excited about things again and for most of my cycles I like to choose a theme for each month. So you can also call it an intention. So I wake up this morning and I thought, what is it that I want to feel both in my life and in my work? What is it that I want to feel more of? And what is it that I want to bring forward? And the thing that popped up immediately in my mind is joy. As I was doing a bit of journaling and just, you know, drafting my to-do list this morning, I had a huge grin on my face just thinking of joy. And Ben saw me and he got curious and he's like, what's going on there? And I'm like, you know, I want to feel more joy. And that's what I'm going to focus on this month. Bless Ben. He doesn't really always know what's going to come out of my mouth. So he's like, "Uh, okay, well, that sounds great. Do that. (laughs) And he attempted to go on with his day. And I'm like, no, 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 come back. Let me tell you more about this. And as I've been telling him and I've been thinking about this, I decided that I should do a podcast episode about it where I want to talk about joy and why I picked it as a theme and maybe inspire you to do the same. 
So the reason that I like to pick a theme for new cycle or set an intention is because just doing it tends to create awareness around whatever I choose. So I am more intentional and focusing on joy this month. You see, your brain will focus on whatever you tell it to focus on. If you tell it to focus on negative things, it will fixate on the negatives. If you tell it to focus on joy, it'll focus on joy. What I think a lot of people don't realize, and it's part of the work that I do, is you can tell and direct your brain what to focus on. You can do it by setting intention, or you can choose a feeling you want to feel, or you can choose thoughts you want to think. Your brain thinks 95% of yesterday thoughts, which is why for most people today is usually a repetition of yesterday. So by deliberately choosing to focus on different thoughts, at first, might find it hard might even offer it up as stupid or useless. However, just know that this is how your brain adjusts to change. By rejecting anything new at first, but what you do is you just keep going until it becomes a new reality. You'll hear me talk about the brain in this third-person perspective because it really helps to create the separation from you and your brain's thoughts specifically. You see, your brain thinks on average around 60,000 thoughts a day. When you create separation from sort of yourself and your brain, you can really see how your brain just offers up thoughts as a thing it does. And if you're someone who practices mindfulness or meditation, you probably have heard how many teachers teach to watch your thoughts like clouds that are passed by or like the bubbles that come up and you kind of pop them. So what I hope it helps you see is that you have many thoughts and all your thoughts are optional. And it is 100% in your control which thoughts you choose to think because you have that choice. If this is bending your mind a little bit, no worries. I find that examples tend to help. So I'll give you an example. So yesterday I rented a scooter to get to the opposite side of town for a meeting. And I could have gone two different ways. The one that I took and that I'm taking is actually the one that had all the traffic. I could have thought that this is the worst idea ever. I'm so stupid. Should have taken another street. Instead, I chose to think, great, now that I keep pausing at all these lights, I can really think through and have a bit of time to think what I want to say at this meeting. Same situation, different thoughts completely. And the latter thought is so much more empowering and more compassionate and completely changes my experience of the drive. I realize that I clearly diverted and went on a tangent, but I hope that it gives you an idea just how much power you have over your life if you choose your thoughts intentionally. So back to joy. The reason I choose joy is because joy creates awareness for me. And my desire to have more joy in life gives me this awareness to try and find joy in small moments. And by having the 
intention of being more joyful, I can pick moments of joy. I can choose to think about things in the day that create the moments that give me that joy. So for example, I live in the south of France and jasmine flowers just started to bloom. I am obsessed with their smell and I smell it everywhere. And every time I see them or I can sense the smell, I always pause I smell and I just rejoice in it. And that's an example of creating joy and finding joyful moments. To you, it may be a sun in the sky. Maybe it's blue sky. Maybe it's walking in the forest. Whatever that moment that gives you joy and makes you feel like, ah, I'm so lucky to be alive. These are the sort of moments that I want you to notice and cultivate more and more of. So when you choose an emotion or intention, you make a conscious decision to focus on that emotion or intention. You know, human brain has a negativity bias where it will always look for things that aren't working, the things that are going wrong, quote unquote. And by choosing joy, for me, at least I'm taking a break from this negativity bias in my head and giving joy a little bit of airtime. It doesn't mean, I want to say, that I have zero negative thoughts. Of course I do, because I'm human. But I also give space to joy and focus on it intentionally. Maybe you aren't experiencing a lot of joy in your life at the moment, and maybe you want to. And maybe you're like, Dinara, you're talking about flowers. I've spent hours smelling jasmine. Yeah, it smelled nice in the moment, and then I walked away, and I don't feel more joyful. What's happening? <laughs> so if you're smelling the flowers and nothing is really happening, this is where I want to draw a distinction between pleasure and joy. And how those two things are different and why you need to be a little bit more careful seeking one over the other. So Eckhart Tolle, uh, Eckhart Tolle, however you call him, he's, um, if you don't know, he's a spiritual teacher. And he actually does a great job at describing the difference between pleasure and joy. And he talks about it. Pleasure is always something outside of you providing you with pleasure, whereas joy comes from inside. So pleasure is external and whether joy comes internally. In fact, what I find is that our desire for pleasure sometimes can prevent us from experiencing joy. And I think this is so important and I really want to illustrate for you. When I think about pleasure, I think about hot showers, sunset, massages, orgasms. I also think about delicious food, chocolate, wine, Pleasure is important, no doubt. Yet there are times when pleasure gets in the way of joy, especially too much pleasure. This happens when you may be looking for too much pleasure outside of yourself at the expense of joy. So if we kind of have the ladder of priority, I want you for you first to consider joy. Second, Pleasure. If you don't feel joyful, there is no amount of pleasure that will get you there. Too much pleasure can be the opposite of joy. Things like too many cakes, too much wine, too many drugs, 
too much working. Those things might provide pleasure from the outside, but too much of it can actually give the opposite effect and make us feel less joyful. So as an example, you let's say you had a bad day at work and you want to feel better. So you go and get a pleasure from half a bottle of wine. Leisure, check. Though it's very short lasting. When you go home, your sleep is disturbed and you wake up in, with a headache, you couldn't feel further from joyful. So that's sort of when pleasure came from external parts, did not really, was not, it was not joy. And I want you to consider maybe you don't need more good food, more clothes, more wine. Maybe the reason you're missing joy is because the joy comes from within. Most people would know how to create pleasure. Pleasure is something we're sold. We can literally go to the store and buy pleasure. All the outside things gives you pleasure, but from the outside, from the outside of yourself. People get pleasure from sugar, cigarettes, drugs, which is why the addictions are so prevalent, because it's an attempt to compensate for the lack of joy with too much pleasure. Think about the difference between feeling good from pleasure and feeling good from joy. Pleasure is temporary and it depends on the thing that is outside of you, something you need to get, whether joy comes from within. Eckhart Tolle said that joy can only come from within. So how exactly does that work? Well, joy comes from your thoughts. It comes from your relationship with yourself, what you believe about the world, what you believe about yourself, your thoughts about you. So to create feelings of joy, you kind of have to believe that the world is wonderful. You kind of you can think about maybe how much you love your children or how much you love your dog or cat. And focus on what's good happening around you and in the world. Think about all the kind-hearted people. Maybe it's your friend. Maybe it's your grandma. And just by thinking those thoughts, if you really truly land into your body, that's when you feel joy. Some things that help you feel joyful also are gratitude. Things like humor and laughter having relationships that nourish you, and also being compassionate with yourself. One thing that my clients tell me, and actually I have experienced this myself after working with my cycle and taking care of myself in the way that syncs with my cycle, is that, um, and my clients say the same thing, that after working with the cycle and understanding what happens hormonally in their bodies, they get kinder with themselves. They get more compassionate. They understand why sometimes they feel that they do and they don't beat themselves up for it. They're more accepting of their bodies. And getting to know your cycle is a direct route to that self-compassion and direct route to fueling that joy in you. Having more joy in your life has massive benefits also on your health and your nervous system as a woman. And I'm going to highlight top four of the ones that I 
can think of. So the first one is, of course, stress, specifically stress reduction, because joy reduces the stress levels in your body, basically signals safety to your body and it calms your nervous system. Today, chronic stress can have such an impact specifically on women's health, and I see this in my practice over and over. So finding a way to experience joy can really reduce the harmful effects of stress. The second reason that it helps your health is it improves your immune system. And there's actually research been done that's shown that feeling of joy can boost immune function and strengthen your body's natural ability of defense mechanisms. Third is pain reduction. Joy can help reduce the experience of pain in the body. Women's health can often be impacted by chronic pain conditions. Some women may experience things like endometriosis, painful periods are very common. So finding ways to experience joy can really help manage the pain levels. And the fourth reason is mental health, because joy has such a positive impact on mental health and well-being that can in turn, of course, impact your nervous system. And I've shared before in this podcast that women are more likely than men to experience mental health conditions such as anxiety and depression. So cultivating joy can be especially important for women's mental health. And it's important to use your menstrual cycle to your advantage. And if you want to try setting an intention, whether it's joy or something else that you want to have more of in your life, I recommend doing it in the last day of your period or right after when your period finishes, making it the beginning of your follicular phase. Because this is when your estrogen is peaking, you feel more positive and you're more likely to build new habits new thought patterns during this time. And by building it for a week in the cycle, it'll help you to carry it through the rest of your cycle. I find that we're often so busy focusing on things we don't have, on how busy we are with work, or we our brains are occupied with where we can go to get some pleasure. And instead, I invite you to shift your mind and start really thinking about what creates joy within for you, because you can do it. You can quite literally generate the feeling of joy by implementing the practices I've discussed in this podcast. And if you need help, you can schedule a consultation with me and we can chat about how you can get there. Because as I said, thinking in this way can absolutely be achieved but it takes more time when you're dealing with your own brain, living in your own head. And that is the gift of coaching because you have someone else walking alongside you, literally helping you remove the blocks and help you to get out of your own way, which is very difficult to do when you live in your own mind and you don't even realize the thought patterns that are maybe stopping you from achieving the results or the sort of life that you want to live. And I encourage you to schedule a chat so you can walk away with so much more awareness of how to stop getting in the way of your joy.
That's all I had for you today, my darlings. Thank you so much for tuning in to the episode. If this stuff is resonated, I always love to hear from you. Pop in on Instagram at dinara.mukh. Let me know if this is something that you want to implement. Thank you for listening. Until next time.